And we are live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This Vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect and gives me a reason to go ahead and talk about stuff for five minutes before we actually talk about the stuff that you tuned in for. And part of this is to follow through with the old adage that sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble. You can find me pretty much everywhere under that name. That's S-H-U-J-I-N. Good to be back with you. It's gonna be it's it's gonna be one of those nights. I'll explain in a second. From the west of the U.S., Bridget Fitch has made it. Hi, hun. Hi, everybody. Yeah. Um, we're right now. We're the only ones here, and neither one of us is doing really great. But instead of you know just saying, well, we'll just cancel and and reschedule for later. That's not really a good option. Because we've got a couple of folks from, you know, right near the um, Greenwich mean time thing. And, and, you know, they go to sleep before the show and they wake up at, you know, oh, dark, stupid in the morning. It'd be kind of not so great to cancel it. And they wake up and they're just like, well, shit, I could have just stayed asleep. Can't just blame them. That, That would be unfortunate so we're not doing that so hi thanks for joining us as far as to anybody else joining uh, i don't know what's going to be happening just yet so we will see it's possible it's possible it's also entirely possible that uh, we'll end up closing up shop a little bit early so we'll see what it is but in any case if you do decide that you'd like to join us live on youtube you can be part of the live chat which if anybody was here they'd be there. So look at it this way. If you want to have exclusive access to us, you could have been here and you could have been typing to us. And, you know, you you could have had a, a hollowed spot right there in the corner of the screen. So there, there you go right there. Anyway, long and short of it is, um, yeah, like we said, we're, we're kind of, eh, I'm, Normally speaking, I'm okay. The last couple of days, I've not been sleeping real well, and I'm just, I've just been tired all day. And I was planning on taking a nap, except that I'm laying in bed and I'm ready to go ahead and take a nap. And it's like, you, you know those situations where you're you're in bed and you're overtired. You're too tired to sleep because you're tired and too tired to sleep. So yeah, that there was me. So, so much for that idea. And, that sucks. Yeah, and and well, you y- you can go ahead and tell them. I've got man bear pig flu. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I'm really 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 sick. My mom's really really sick, and I had to make a long trip to get down there and get back, and then I guess my immune system just just like took a hit or something i don't know well i mean you but know you travel to a I different like place a duck. Yeah. yeah i had to go out of state and turn around and come back and sleeping in the hospital really sucks i don't recommend it it's not comfortable and now i sound like a duck so here yeah. we are yeah but <laughs> yeah we will we'll deal we always do yep so in the meantime how about i just get things rolling and uh we'll we'll pick it up 
where we pick it up. So where are we? Oh, Beth, you're awake. I guess that's a good thing, right? Yeah, it could could be worse. If we were doing this show like, I don't know, two days earlier, or if we'd been doing it yesterday, I would have been having to do it in sign language. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's not going to go over well. So anyway, hi, Beth. Good to see you. All right, let me go ahead and get you rolling over here with uh, the five-minute freestyle. So with five on the clock, starting now, chill. In the history of the world, if anybody has told you chill, has it ever worked? I'm guessing probably not. Unless it's, you know, somebody who's a little bit older with you using a few extra decibels and some additional colorful language, you know, generally speaking, basically telling somebody to just chill doesn't go over well. well last night during, uh, during the Friday night show, Dallin and I were working together because, you know, it's what we do. Uh, Joe wasn't able to make it that night, so it, it is what it is. But we had a situation where there was there was a topic that ended up coming up. Now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna describe what it was or, or who was doing it. It doesn't really much matter. But the problem of it was it was one of these things that's a contentious thing. And it very quickly turned into a ping pong match with yes, no you're wrong, you're thinking the wrong things, you're believing something wrong, you've been brainwashed, et cetera, et cetera, ad nauseum, you you get the idea. This day and age, which, first off, I hate that expression. I hate the whole, you know, in this day and age, whatever, I've got an Italian sign language thing for you. But the problem of it was, part of the reason why this show got started was because the Friday night show, you know, it, it's supposed to be, it's, it's supposed to be escapism. It's supposed to be a chance to just have fun for a couple of hours, you know, just laugh, just forget about stuff. And we ended up having a couple of topics that were not fun and I got called out on it. And well, we, we decided that, you know, let's have a show where we can do that. And that's, that's where this came from. Well, see, the the reason why this is important is that as the DJs, or in my case, basically the main host of the show, because I've got, you know, I, I run the uh, I run the music, I run the, uh, the microphone time, you know, all that stuff, and the guys chime in with me, and we we have a voice call going. So we had decided for ourselves that we will not instigate into contentious topics that that's not what the show is for so i decided to go ahead and and basically let everybody know look we as the djs we we've taken a a we've taken a vow you know not to wade into these waters that's that's what the weekend shows for we can't impose that on you but you ming the royal you you know everybody that was listening and wanna so uh, we can't impose that on you but would really like it if you just let it go. That didn't exactly go over. It 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 did, but it didn't. 
it's one of those things where the person could have just shut up about it. They could have just gone away. But they kind of made it a production to make a storming off kind of thing. Now, I get that. I get that. People want to be able to, you know, make their statement about things. And, and we understand that. You know, none of us wants to be wrong, especially when it's something that's very heartfelt. We get that. But the way that things have been playing out, especially with stuff that is current events, especially current events over the last, let's say, six months, there are certain places where it's okay to talk those through, even to have a heated and spirited discussion. But yelling and screaming about a topic in a location, in a venue, at a time when that's really not what's supposed to be going on. Those are the moments when you have to try to explain you need to chill. You need to lower the temperature. You need to relax a little bit. And I really did my damnedest to try and make that happen. And I really, really do sincerely hope that I don't anger anyone by saying that. But sometimes, sometimes the best of intentions, you know? This episode, where are my buttons over here? There we go. 429 on the docket, Your Honor. Election vigilantes. I'm not happy about this topic. Here in the United States, election day is coming up. That is Tuesday, and there are going to be a lot of contested areas, and there's a lot of misinformation that's going on, and we're really not happy about all this. But the worst part about it is that there are groups who have, I don't even want to say deputized themselves, even though in English that is the proper way of describing it. They've decided that they are going to be staking out and observing these polling locations just so that they can make sure that everything is on the up and up. And all it's doing is just ratcheting up what's already a bad situation. And they don't care. Or worse yet, they think they're doing the right thing for exactly that reason. So we're going to we're going to talk a little bit about that because again it's something that we know for well can happen anywhere it just happens to be that it's happening here right now much to our dismay which is probably the nicest way of putting it. And by the way, uh over the chat seeker. Hi. Good to see you over there. Um yeah, you know, I don't have um, I don't have anything to drink myself. I thought about breaking out the wine, but then again, considering how tired uh, and and you know I am in the head right now, probably not such a great idea. Probably not such a great idea. That being the case, how about we uh, how about we get the horrible scopes and uh, and then and then deal with you know 
the shit storm that is the news. Sounds like a plan. Sure. And since Jujin isn't drinking anything, I'm having some mango, lime, or tisserie. I don't know what this is. Some kind of Italian soda stuff and some chicken bouillon that's made with better than bouillon, which actually is better than bouillon. Well, alrighty. <laughs> Good there. And Stephanie, I see you just popped in. Good morning. Sorry I'm late. I was at bonfire night last night. Okay. Did they add any accelerant to it? Uh, I ask for somebody that, you know, likes a good conflagration. Actually, come to think of it, extreme heat, does that kill Viri? Yeah, okay. Okay. So I'm, now I'm just kind of wondering if, if we were to take, you know, um, if we were to like make like a bonfire through I don't know the majority of like the metro streets of London and and you know just got all the cars out of the way and and just lit them up for you know a couple of hours fires I wonder if that would help to clear kill some of the stuff in the air why not Yeah, probably wouldn't be such a good idea, but eh, it is what it is. So let's go ahead and do and this. Steam works. Well, if it's hot enough for steam, but that's pressurized. Yes. Well, they've got they've got electric kettles over there, so I mean that that that'll work out just fine. Yeah. So it's time for the horrible scopes. For those of you that know what your astrological sign is, cool. It's kind of sad, but you know what? That's perfectly fine. For those of you that don't. Uh, you know, it's not going to matter anyway, so don't sweat it. Aries, collecting music for yourself is all well and good, but data hoarding like this isn't always worth it. Do you really need the original Broadway cast soundtrack to the musical Glory Days, which lasted one, count them, one performance before closing due to... Management called it low advance sales. Maybe the fact that it didn't include the Bruce Springsteen song of the same name didn't help. This week, break out your old Sansa MP3 music player and enjoy the simple life. Taurus, you need to check in and visit family this week. Doesn't mean you need to travel, just give them a call and say hi. Your youngest cousin won an academic award at school. Your aunts and uncles have been dealing with car problems and change of season illness. And your grandma's going to want to bake you her famous cornbread for Thanksgiving. So let her. The best part about using it is for turkey stuffing later. Yeah, I pointed that one out to Dallin. And it's just like, yeah, well, turkey's kind of, uh, Thanksgiving's kind of over. And he's just like, oh, dude, don't forget, there's still Christmas. Stuff, stuff, a, stuff a goose that way. Ooh. I didn't think about that. That's true. Yeah. That is true. Didn't think about that. I did it for both. Gemini, you requested nice. So here we go. The weather's been pretty crappy, but you've got something to look forward to midweek. The skies will clear. The temperatures will be sweater and hot chocolate cold. The night flying insects will be non-existent. And you'll have the chance to pull out a folding chair and really enjoy looking up at the night sky. Just remember, 
it'll take about 15 minutes for your night vision to kick in. Keep the outside lights off, use red lighting to see stuff, and the Land Lakes Mint Hot Chocolate Packs are available and at 50 cents a pop again. So go get them. I'm sorry, I've got a stuck sneeze. Ah. Cancer Moonchild. Good songs are good in multiple styles. Swing and band... <sighs> Swing and big band tunes like Constantinople and Putting on the Ritz were given a techno revamp decades later and are still loved. Gangnam Style was covered in Klingon, too. Mixed results. We can all agree, though, that Gaelic rap is simply the musical equivalent of a Jackson Pollock painting as rendered by Andre Agassi. This week, stay in your musical comfort zone. Please tell me you remember that commercial. You don't. One. The Andre Agassi, he he was doing a thing for uh, uh, Canon Rebel uh, digital SLR cameras, and he he was he was hitting a, a tennis ball, you know, bouncing it off the ground it, into a, a thing of paint, and then whacking it into a, a against the uh, the wall or canvas or whatever the hell it was, and they were supposed to be taking you know pictures of him the whole time and. I had a sh- I had a hard time tracking that down again. I'm a, I'm a Canon fanboy. Leave me alone. That's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Leo, locally grown fresh corn season is over, but we've got some great news for you for next year. Sweet corn on the cob can be eaten raw, and sometimes even tastes better. It'll be sweet, crunchy, biodegradable, and easy to slip into your fanny pack when you sneak through the cornfields at two in the morning. But only do that if you own the cornfields. Otherwise, that's an arrestable offense, and we're not covering your bail. As an aside, by the way, those of you that speak uh, British English, sorry about the reference to the fanny pack. It's not what you think it is. (laughs) Perko. Being afraid of clowns is kind of common, so don't think you're weird for it. Matter of fact, you might actually have a genetic lineage to tribes of part of humans where that fear was a survival instinct. Now the question is, what kind of freaky-looking proto-human offshoot was there that had pale skin, red rictus lips, poofy hair, and giant floppy feet? That question is where the real monsters under the bed fear comes from. This week, have fun trying to get some sleep. I heard about that particular idea before, and it's like, oh, shit, that's that's terrifying. And I don't have a fear of clowns, so, you know, is the thing. Libra, binge-watching TV series you have on DVD is a great way to pick up stuff you missed the first time around. The West Wing is one of those types of shows is a masterclass in the long run-and-gun dialogue technique, and you might pick up a take where one of the cast members only just holds it together after a stutter in speech. But you want just as good in comedy? We've told you before. Farty owls. I I mean, flowery twats. 
uh, faulty towers. God, one of these days I'm going to get it right the first time. I'm sorry. Scorpio, here's a digital truism for you. Every operating system sucks. Three dead trolls in a baggy tot is that. And that isn't even just in reality. Back in 1993, even the software running Terror, uh, Terror Nor, a.k.a. Deep Space Nine, was barely holding on. It took Miles O'Brien kicking a freaking console to get it to work right at one point. So see, even in the 24th century, computers still suck. This week, immerse yourself in learning free BSD, either that or organic chemistry. Pick your poison. I don't know which one would hurt more. I mean, free BSD, at least, you know, there's some use to it in computers. Uh, organic chemistry. Uh... I mean, organic chemistry made me cry. It's made a lot of people cry, apparently, from what I understand. <laughs> Sagittarius, Flash and Shockwave games used to be all the rage, but there's a lot of them that don't work anymore. Robot Unicorn Attack can still be played on your desktop with a standalone player, but a lot of the old Newground stuff from back in the day is just kind of DOA. At least Adobe was nice about killing that system, unlike Pantone. If you were using the Pantone color schema for professional print jobs, you now have to pay a subscription to keep using it. A subscription. <laughs> this week, keep watching the open source communities. They should be building a new open format for commercial printers in the very near future yeah did you hear about this particular news item by the way i did not yeah pantone apparently uh, has been like the go-to for professional printing um because the color schema that they use also includes things like metallic colors so you know they've got they've got codes for like freaking everything and it's been in use for uh, what the better part of 20 years i think and all of a sudden, they just suddenly decided, you know what, um, we're going to we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to make that a subscription service now. So anybody that's been using Pantone colors in their stuff on their desktops for whatever their their stuff is that they've been building, all of a sudden, those Pantone specific colors have reverted to black. And the only way to unlock the original color schema was to pay a subscription to get it back. That's nice. Awful. Mm-hmm. Capricorn. That eMachines eTower 400 IDX that you still have from 2002 isn't exactly bleeding edge anymore, but that's okay. It's actually a great machine to keep a hold of for a lot of reasons. Still has a floppy disk drive. Standard PCI expansion slots, a free five and a quarter inch bay, a traditional IDE hard drive controller, meaning you'll be able to get all your old data off of it fairly easily. Still have an iOmega click drive, maybe a ditto backup tape 
All you need is a screwdriver and a few minutes to plug stuff in and relive your Microsoft Bob and Windows 95 days. And yes, your Palm Pilot will be recognized by it too. This week, you can tell people that your hardware hoarding is finally paying off. I mean... I mentioned about that one because, uh, as I said last night, back in the dial-up days, the ISP that I was working for, we had a bunch of those, and they were cheap. All they needed to do uh, was to put some, like, really, like, cheap uh, network cards inside of them and take Windows off the hard drives and put free BSD on them and extra hard drive storage. And they ran all of our, let's see if I remember right, um, web servers, uh, email servers, uh, newsgroup servers, uh, FTP servers. So, you know, it, it was, it was great. They were cheap. All you needed to do was just, you know, buy a, buy a new one and, and, you know, put it together, put it in, put it in the room and just, Plug in a cable. You're all done. I miss those days. Aquarius. A request came in for an uplifting scope. Okay, how's this? All those self-doubts you have, those are inside your own head. Kind of like how a, a house creaks at night as it settles. But look at the people in your social circles. See how they interact with you how they talk about you. They see you in a way that you can't. Remember what Batman told Rachel Dawes. And no, I'm not going to do the voice. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. You are what you do, not what you think. That's a pretty special person. Trust your friend's judgment. Pisces. What's the expression? Tell Michael it wasn't personal, it was just business. It was just after that line that Abe Vigoda's character died in The Godfather. Abe was 50 years old, looked every second of it for the last 40 years of his life. This week, stop worrying about how old you look and just enjoy life, even if you can't fit on a big wheel anymore. Yeah, we went looking up information about that, and apparently um, it's supposed to be, uh, uh, what, 60, I forget I forget exactly what it was, 60 pounds is like the heaviest that you're supposed to be on one of those. So, you know, about, uh, what, 20, 25 kilos, give or take. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's not going to have happen. It's not going to have happen. Those are horrible scopes for this week. Remember, if you like what you got, uh, it's because you asked for it. And if you'd like to ask for a nicer or naughtier one for yourself or somebody else, all you need to do is just get in touch with me and ask because I'm cheap that way. I don't ask for money because I don't think I could ask for money. I'll have these posted online at the end of the week, you know, on the uh, usual Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, Discord. Yes, I've got a Tumblr. Yes, I've got a Twitter. Yeah, I've got a Facebook, I've got a Discord, leave me alone, all right? I, I, I do because I'm trying to be social. Very trying. So it's, it is what it is. Don't worry about it, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with it all later. So let's deal with the, um, let's deal with the election stuff um, briefly. Uh, first off, 
like I said, here in the United States, the is the first Tuesday of November, right? Yep. Yeah. What am I thinking of that? I'm losing track of something uh, because of the way that my brain is folding on top of itself right yeah, now. Yeah, the eighth, eighth is elections here. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, the elections here in the U.S. are weird for a lot of different reasons. For the non-federal elections, or uh, let me let me rephrase that, for the non-presidential election. Everything is done as a what's what's the expression that they go with? Winner takes all? Or is it first first past the no. No, it's winner it's winner take all. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. And state by state, yeah. Yeah. So everything from the local elections all the way up to federal representation is done the same way which is people come in they vote uh, whoever has the most number of votes of those that voted wins which there there are questions as far as to you know shouldn't we have compulsory voting like they do in Australia I mean I get that the argument is that that is then an infringement on First Amendment right because people could very easily just turn around and say that my choice not to vote is the way that I vote. That's that's my form of protest. And you know what? It's a valid argument. I, I get that. Well, in Australia, they can do that. They have to show up, but they are perfectly welcome to turn in a blank ballot if they want to. Yeah. Yep, but they do have to turn in a ballot. Or yeah. they, I forget how much it is that they get. They they do get a monetary fine otherwise. But, you know, it, every, they are also in a culture of, you know, yeah, I, I turned it in. Yeah. I mean, what's the big deal? I just did what I'm supposed to do. And there are some, there are some groups now here in the U.S. who are basically saying that ranked Okay, no, wait a second. What is it called again? Ranked place voting? Ranked choice. Ranked choice voting, thank you, is uh, arguably the better way to go. And after uh, first past the post is the term we use in the UK, Stephanie's saying. Um, it, see, the problem of it is, here in the US, uh, like I said, up to the presidential election, it's broken down into, generally speaking, it's broken down into three columns. The two major parties, and then everybody else. And by everybody else, that also includes people that just don't vote at all, which is a problem for me. You know. The, the the numbers of people who just don't vote is just astounding to me. Now, I also want people to understand there's a difference between those who don't vote and, and Bridget helped me out on this one, and those that find out that they can't 
vote. Of course, there's a difference. I mean, there are some people who are ineligible to vote, but then you've got other people who can't be asked to vote because they're too damn lazy or it's raining or whatever. They're apathetic. Or they're put into representational districts that are incredibly partisanly based in the way that they're drawn up. But, oh, no, they wouldn't be partisanly based because that would be wrong. Gerrymandering here in the United States for districts is just. Yeah, that's a problem. But then we've got a Scottish decision that may come down and uh, make it to where states can decide, hey, we don't care how you voted in this state. We're going to appoint who we want to. Which is itself another one of those problems, which is about as undemocratic as you can get in a democratic republic. But, but it's a good chance of what we're going to get. And then you'll have, you know, some states like Arizona or Wisconsin or whomever that can just say, uh, we don't care what our people want, but we're going to choose. Yeah. And that will be the end of any kind of democracy, just gone. And there are also those people who are caught in the middle of legal quagmires where they were incarcerated. Whether whether legit or not is not the question at hand, but those who have been incarcerated, done their time, paid their debt to society, as the expression goes, released, and then on the one hand are told, yes, you're allowed to vote now, only to find out afterwards you voted and you're not allowed to, so we're going to arrest you. Now, there are a lot, there are a lot of problems with all of these different pieces. And we're not even going to add into the mix the whole, well, people who were incarcerated did not give up their right to vote. Which is also, to me, a valid argument, but not one that we're going to have tonight. However, the problem is... Because of the last, okay, how, how long has this been going on? Technically, this has been going on since 20. It's not just from 2020. I'm, I'm fairly certain that it goes back to 2016. When the, the fomentation of the acceptance of blatant outright falsehoods has become normalized and that's a problem that's a problem on a yeah, lot. yeah. It's a problem on a, on, a, on a number of different angles but now it's it's come to the point where there are areas where in groups of individuals and I'm saying it this way for a reason Groups of individuals have, and as I said before, deputized themselves to, quote-unquote, watch over and secure polling locations. And the problem with this is, the only thing that they're doing is committing voter intimidation in a way that 
the in-power government can't. Yeah. And to me, this is the equivalent of the the regulation, the the law down I need to back this up just a little bit. Traditionally, one of the largest fur cons in the world is Anthrocon, which for the last uh, decade and a half, two decades, has been in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And kind of around the corner from it is a Planned Parenthood clinic. And on the ground in front of it, and if you if you pull up Google Maps, you can actually see it on the street view. There is a yellow line 15 feet outside of the door. And how do I know that it's 15 feet? Because I've had to look it up. I don't remember the exact distance, but if memory serves, it's 15 feet. That is the protest line. That is the safety circle in front of the front door. We've talked about this before. Protesters are allowed to be immediately outside of that circle. Literally an inch away from that circle, or less, if they so want to be. And it's a form of intimidation. And what these people have been doing, and in some cases they have been armed, reminding you, is that they have been allowed to be, I forget what the distance is, but if if memory serves, is something like 75 feet away. I could be wrong on this one. But the point of it is, as I had an exchange with somebody on Twitter, what's the point of people being forced to be, what did they, what did they say? Uh, 75 feet away from a location. D- doesn't matter. You get, you'll get the idea. If they're armed with a weapon that's accurate up to 250 yards away. You know? Well, the thing about it is, as far as like some of the drop boxes and things, they're not staying 75 feet away from those. Nope. And some of them are wearing, you know, full, you know, uh, what do you call it, ballistic gear. And openly carrying firearms. Yeah. Now, and video, you know, videoing people and just being, I mean, I, I think it's terroristic threatening myself. Yep. And I'm glad that you mentioned about the videoing part, because there is a lady who decided one day, very just uh, within the last week or so, if I remember right, I'll have to, you know, I didn't even think about it. I should I should try to find this. Uh, I should try to find this video lady who went ahead, saw this was going on and at night. Pulled out her phone and started filming. It's not film anymore, but you, you get the edit. Started recording and went over to see these people. And one of the cars had one of these little, you know, uh, the, 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 the flag, the plastic flag thing that you can put into your, uh, your window, you know, uh, your, uh, in your car's window, you know, you roll it up and it sticks in there. 
somebody had used one of those to cover the license plate on their car. So with her camera filming, I know, recording, leave me alone, went ahead, went over to it, and removed the flag so that she could record the license plate number. And these people who have been in these aluminum fold-up chairs, you know, the ones with the, the nylon ribbon on, I, I've always hated those things. They're terribly convenient, sure. They're great at the beach, but freaking hate those things. Got up out of their chair, started to come over. What are you doing? Stop recording my... Well, why don't you want me recording? Started to come over to these people. One guy who was sitting in exactly one of these chairs with a bandana from his nose down and, if I remember right, sunglasses on and a, and a baseball cap was very much of the uh, dour arms crossed sitting there not answering anything, just not saying nothing, not answering, not, you know, don't want to, don't want to, because they know full well that what they're doing is, it may be legal, and we, we've said this one before, it may be legal, but it doesn't make it right. I don't think it's illegal. I think that's why they're being sued. There, there are some groups that are that are following the distance thing, but the fact that they're following the distance thing doesn't change the fact that what they're doing isn't right, even if what they're doing is doing it the legal way. Like I said, the same way that in Pittsburgh, so long as you're outside of that 15-foot circle, you're fine. Even if you're right up, butt up against it and screaming your foul head off, you're legal. You're just not right. But what these people are doing still is just, I don't get it. I, I, I really, I really just don't get it. Well, I think in some of these states like Arizona that are open carry. Yeah. I think if you have a bunch of people that are doing shit like that. That you ought to end up calling up the Democratic posse with their weapons and get more of them right behind those dudes. I think we And then let's wait and see what stand your ground really looks like. Yeah. Yeah, there is that. Um Stephanie's pointed out something, and I, I think it's I think it's worth uh, hitting on this one. I'm disgusted that the police have not rounded them all up and arrested them for voter intimidation. First off, I want to point out the fact that you capitalize police. I really don't think that Sting has the ability of doing that here in the U.S. He's still a British citizen, if I remember correctly. So I don't know. I mean, the guys might be working on another album. Could be wrong. I don't know. But, well, I think they should be arrested for voter intimidation because that is what that is, and it is illegal to intimidate people. Yeah, it is. If they're trying to vote. It is. And, uh, you know, and, and, and the funny part for me is I really wonder what would it be like for absolute mockery to have happen? Meaning... Oh God, I forgot what what the hell it was. Uh, there there is a brand of motorized water guns, not water pistols, water guns, like 
long rifle size. And I'm wondering to myself now, what would it be like to have a, 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 a Democratic Party version for absolute mockery? To have a bunch of guys with water guns on the opposite side of the street patrolling back and forth the entire time. Just, you know, doing the whole thing as if it were the, uh, 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 from the Wizard of Oz, just, you know, the long, okay, maybe having long jackets in Arizona isn't such a great idea, but, you know, the, the whole idea of just patrolling back and forth and just, hi guys, we got our guns. Because, I mean, can can you really be arrested for patrolling, quote-unquote, in a, in a mocking fashion with a water gun? No, but I can see people getting hurt, though, because people are assholes. I get that. I get that. I get that. Because I love to troll people, you know. I mean, I control the shit out of some people. But then you got some people that will kind of snap. Those were the scary ones. Yep. Yep. The the downside of that would be that somebody would get hurt. The quote unquote upside of that would be for the grander picture and the long term, that would then be, if you'll excuse the expression, ammunition to prove these groups are kind of unhinged and shouldn't be allowed to be doing the thing like this. But we already know that they are unhinged. They should not be allowed to do a thing like that. Yes, but there's knowing it, and then there's proving it in a court of law. And Stephanie has also pointed out, uh, you know, the police was more than just sting. I, I know, I know. But see, the problem with it is, I don't remember anybody else in the band. I know it was mainly three guys, but I, I don't, I don't remember kind of the same way with Chicago. I love Chicago, but they're the only guys that I can remember are Robert Lamb and Peter Cetera and Peter Cetera fucked off and did his own thing, which. Okay. You know, the, the only, the only time where I know like everybody that's in the group is like um, Simon and Garfunkel and uh, Peter, Paul, <laughs> and Mary. I, I, I know. Well, I mean, Mary's dead now, but I mean, this, you, you get the idea. And even with right. Peter, Paul, and Mary, it. Hold on. Even with Peter, Paul, and Mary, I can't say that I know everybody in the band because they've toured with uh, a bass player. And I don't remember if it's the same guy the whole time that's been with them. So I don't even I don't even know that I know everybody that was in the band at the time. And Rush. I, I kind of know two out of the three names, but so, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I know all four. Wait, Rush is four? Well, John Rutsey was the original drummer before Neil Peart replaced him. Replaced? Not current. No, it's not current. He's dead. But so was Neil Peart. They're both dead. Okay. Yeah. So Tom Redding died like ten years ago. Okay. So now this is this is sounding more and more like uh, per uh, that uh, that Rush is sounding a lot more like uh, Spinal Tap than I'm comfortable with. 
So maybe we move on from that. Well, yeah, John Retzi did their first album with them, and then when they got ready to go on tour, he bailed. Well, I mean... So they got Neil Peart in professional- and had like two days to practice. <laughs> what, wait, wait a minute. Wait, professionally bailed or biologically bailed? Because, I mean, there are differences. Well, he just, he didn't want to go on tour and walked away from it. And so Neil Peart got hired and had two days to learn all their stuff and go on tour with them. Okay. Well, let's learn something new. A little bit of trivia. <laughs> there we go over there. Uh, but John Rutsey was a terrible lyricist anyway, so <laughs> that, that would have that was a good career move. Yeah, but there aren't very many drummers that are known for being vocalists. Uh, I mean... Uh, Rush never would have gone anywhere if John Rutsey had not done that. So in a way, he did them a favor. Yeah, that's possible. Uh, let me see. Uh, Seeker, uh, there is actually a Klan Act uh, bill where what they are doing is illegal. A judge did stop another judge's case, uh, sorry, another judge's cease and desist to the two poll watcher group. Our FEC is at a standstill waiting for another appointment being held up. Uh, Federal Elections Committee. FEC. And uh, Stephanie's pointing out uh, Andy Summers, Stuart Copeland. Uh, that's that's it's nice. I remember Stuart Copeland. See, I'm pausing because I know that there was a composer by the name of Copeland. Was it Aaron Copeland? Yeah. They're not related. I would guess not. <laughs> But, you know, be that as it may. I actually know a little bit about music. Not not as much as I would really like anymore, but you know, it's, it is what it is. But uh, back for these guys, though, man, it pisses me off so badly to think about the people who want to vote and are going to be scared off. And it gets worse because they're not the only ones that are a problem. I just saw a news article out of, now I could be wrong as far as to where it was because I saw it earlier. And like I said, brain is very, um, very smooth today because just tired. I think it was out of Wisconsin. I could be wrong, but there was somebody that was bringing up question and was looking to have the military absentee ballots to, to have military absentee ballots uh, processing stop because they're supposed to be some kind of irregularity with them. Supposedly. Now, see, the problem of it is I don't remember where I, you know what? I think I, I think I saw it on my phone. Uh, while while we're going, I'll I'll take a look and see if we can relocate this one because yeah, it was it was one of those things. But the the idea that something like that could be brought up, uh, well, you having been in the military, you would know a little bit better than I, if I remember correctly. And and please please make sure that I've got this right and and you correct on how this operates. The military folk who are away from home, 
especially folks on deployment, get whatever the, uh, whatever the ballots are supposed to be for wherever. And it's usually what, like a, a couple of months in advance. And then it's collected and then sent in, in mass. Am, am I basically getting that right? I'm not sure how far in advance out those things go. I, yeah, but it's supposed to be plenty of time to, you know, get to whatever USO box it's going to and get back. Which you can well imagine if you're deployed out. It takes a while. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, uh, I'm, I'm going to loosely call it the Dust Bowl for reasons. Just, if I remember right, Joe had said a couple of times that, you know, stuff is just takes a long time and you really have to kind of wonder sometimes about uh who's on the ballots because sometimes you you know you don't really have a lot of time because of the the lead time getting it out to the field and then the lead time for being able to do any kind of research because well kind of kind of hard to do research you know when you're in the dust bowl taking fire every couple of hours and then have to fill it out and then you know get it back in get it redelivered and get it flown wherever the hell it's going to and then you know it's got to go wherever the hell it's going to and i'm looking through uh my my news feed to try to find this thing and i'm, I'm afraid i'm not gonna be able to find it this is one of those moments where i'm trying to read quickly and know what the hell it is that I'm talking about and have it come out my face, but still be able to concentrate on what's going on in front of my eyes all at the same time. And let me tell you, that is not an easy skill to manage. And I don't think that I'm managing really well right now, but we shall <sighs> see. Oh, well, look at Good that. Morning. So glad to see you. Good morning, Joseph. <laughs> Somebody sounds sleepy. Yeah. Oh, I'm just sick. <laughs> sick? Yeah. Sore throat, coughing, sneezing, runny nose, achy ribs, headache, fever, all that fun stuff. Well, glad, grog. glad you're able to make it from, from, well, no, wait a second. If I remember, no, right, I didn't you say that you are out in, uh, out in castle country this week? I was but last week, but um, I came back on Wednesday. Well, in that case, uh, back from Paris, France. Joseph's here. Good to have you. Are, are we live already? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. You're starting early. No, actually, we started on time. An, an hour ago. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, you guys haven't okay because our our clocks are already ahead. Yeah, that's that's why I always put it as UTC in in the time, so it's it's a pain in the ass that way. I will be oh, very yeah. happy when we finally stop doing that. Let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, when does that do for? Uh, we change over here in the states um, this morning for us, so next week the time changes UTC. Okay, so we'll be back to normal. I'm totally yeah. sorry about that. No, it's, That's it's, okay. It, it's it's one of those things, man. I, I know how it works out. I can't find that damn... 
I can't find the news report. So sorry, I can't go back on that one. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 another one of those things that really, really, really hate that one. Uh, oh, well, Seeker apparently found it. Uh, stripes. Uh, eleven five twenty two. A Wisconsin lawmaker who has been a frequent promoter of false election claims is suing to prevent the immediate counting of military ballots in her state. Okay, so yeah, I did I did have it correct. So there you go. Thank you. Well, the frigging and the rigging is starting already. It's yeah. been. It's been. And that's that's it it, it is absolutely hellacious. And it's it's abject lunacy. It's insanity. And it's it is a it is it is the fuse on the powder keg. Because somebody is going to get stupid and it's going to be Kent State all over again, where somebody gets really loosey-goosey with a trigger and decides, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to, I'll be perfectly fine. I don't have to worry about my, my finger on the trip. Oh, it went off. Yep. I'm very nervous between now and Tuesday, and I'm nervous to see what's going to happen in the days after Tuesday. Don't yeah. quite get your meaning. What do you mean about? I mean, there, there are already people planning on contesting the results anyway, and the voting isn't even done. Even and they're already even... screaming about fraud and all this bullshit. Even before anybody votes. Yeah. yeah. Well, there were, there were, there were candidates in various different areas who were saying, uh, literally months and months ago, and by months and months ago, I mean like a year ago, easy, who were saying, the only reason that I'm going to lose is if it's rigged, if something is cheating. Uh, no. You know, try, well, the try precedent that. has already been set with the former guy doing that, so yep. they're carrying on tradition. He started that crap in 2015. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, what most gets to me is why nobody's quit. I'm sorry, why nobody is what now? Questioning this? Oh, we are. We very much yeah, are. we are. But I mean, like, uh, the press and all that, because that's happening again and again and again. And I think the press... Nobody does anything. I think the press is complicit in this, and I think it's because of ratings. That's awfully cynical, but that's what I think. Because nobody's calling it out. They're all now all about the horse race and how close the polls are and all this other stuff. And they're not saying what they need to say. None of them are. Yeah, when I was in um, Castle Country, uh, I was listening to a lot of podcasts um, while I worked. And uh, actually, Bill Maher, he's... um, uh, what's his show named? Uh, that 
but uh yeah so uh like uh he's basically he's already written off the uh, the elections to the republicans he was being all gloom and doom the end of american democracy yeah and i i hate to say it but i've written bill maher off a long time ago myself just because of the way that he just because of the way that he deals with like freaking everything yeah Well, so did I. I mean, uh, it, it's actually, it's been, uh, I used to watch his show, unquote, religiously. So, I forget when. But, uh, yeah, well, I was actually surprised to see him in the podcast list. Because he's quite a stickler for. His, his, his show was really hard to get before. Oh, I saw it there in my podcast list. And uh, also because the invitee was was uh, Quentin Tarantino. Oh. I haven't heard from him in a long time. So, Well, I can, I can so, see yeah. why that might get you. Yeah, so anyways, just had a listen and I was just kind of aghast, is all I'm saying. Is that that's the first look I've had at... Uh, the potential outcome of the elections. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I hadn't realized, I was like totally shocked. I hadn't realized that it's, it's become that drastic. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to explain to, to you and Dallin several months ago. Oh gosh, maybe it was a year ago. How we were going to find ourselves at this point in time and what could happen. And now here we are. Yep. And I don't think I did a good job explaining it because you just, he didn't understand and you didn't really understand. Um, it's not understanding. It's like, it's like watching a slow train wreck and these kind of things are predictable and, you know, ventable. Like, I mean, this should be a call to action for people who actually think for themselves. But should be. It, it should be, yeah, but it's not. So. Yeah. Um, so what do you think is going to happen? I have no idea. Yeah, that is a that is a really, really, really big question. What do I think is going to happen? I'll tell you what I what I hope won't happen. I hope nobody gets hurt. I hope the threats of violence. Yeah. From who? Oh, so I, sorry to be like the 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 no the, the dumb pop. No, that's okay. The, um, people walking around openly carrying, trying to intimidate people from other people, like Trump himself, still inciting things. You know, it's you've got 
election workers in some states who have quit because they're tired of all the death threats and the violence and, you know, having offices vandalized and things like that. And then I think oh, the last straw yeah. was the attack on Paul Pelosi. That is horrifying. Uh, that's... Yeah. I mean, might as well call that what that was. If Nancy Pelosi had been home, that would have been you know, an assassination attempt. I think it's still fair to call it that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, let's call it what it is. Um, but if we don't call it that, then it... I don't know, man. But grand scheme of things, that is that is one of the things that we are uh, most concerned about. And that's you know, topic wise, the whole thing, the, the people who have now I, I'm, I'm going to kind of bring this back a little bit because it's, it's worth discussing this part. The, the way that I worded it earlier was there are individuals who have deputized themselves to quote unquote patrol and secure polling locations. And the voter, voter intimidation. It's exactly what it's turned into. It's exactly what the entire rationale for it was, even though they would never say it themselves. They, they say that it's, it's, it's to keep everything above board, keep everything safe, because, well, the main government itself won't do it. Which we know full well is just a bunch of horseshit. But a group of people who have deputized themselves in order to do something that they think the government either won't or can't do, one word for it is vigilante. Well, the funny part yeah. of it is, if I remember yeah. correctly... Isn't that also the way that was described for lynch mobs? Well, these guys are also setting themselves up to be potential witnesses to fraud that won't exist. We're just really afraid that one of these people are just going to make a mistake. And somebody is going to fire a weapon. And then all hell's just going to break loose. When does it all start? The elections. Tuesday. Well, let's... I mean, people are already voting early, but... Yeah, some areas do have early voting, which has already been going on. Uh, we do have early voting going on over here in Western New York. But I will be picking up Tiny Tribble from college so that we can both vote Tuesday. And we've both basically agreed uh, in principle that as much as we would like to do more in the line of trying to research the candidates to find out who really we should be supporting – it's really hard to make that uh, that argument right now. I don't like the idea of just voting 
just one political group. But it's really hard to argue that, you know, it's worth mixing it up. What other choice do you have? Well, I mean, I know for us here, we don't have another choice because, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to vote for an election denier. Agreed. Which is what we have already. I don't understand why that even be an option. So to me, that's disqualifier right there. I'm doing blue ticket. I don't even care who's running. Doesn't matter. And yeah. here, it won't do jack shit at all. Um, we're still going to go just as red as we can possibly go, except for like two districts. There's nothing I can do about it. I wish I followed this. But, you know, most of the... I'm not going to say most, but many of our races, uh, you know, GOP running on a post. So what can you do with that? I'm not going to vote for the GOP person. Just leave it blank. Because I've got nobody to vote for. Oh, but that's going to result in a Republican win. But Well, if, if you no don't have a Democratic candidate, what what can you do? When you have one oh, person running... Yeah, if you You're have one person running unopposed, which most of my... In my primary ballots, most races I had nobody to vote for. And how did that come about? Because people who were trying to run as Democrats were disqualified for one reason or another. So a lot of our races, GOP are running and they're running unopposed. There's nothing I can do. How could they be disqualified? Not getting enough signatures to get on the ballot. And, yeah, that's just the facts. Okay. I've, I've got like three or four races that I'm voting in and that's it. Yeah. Backtracking just a little bit though, Stephanie's pointed out something and uh, I need to add a little bit more was really horrifying is the GOP supporting the attack on Mr. Pelosi. Yeah. For context, uh, what, it, what had happened. Um, that oh, I heard about. My God, it, it was only within the last two weeks, if I remember right. It was right before Halloween. God. What what ended up happening was that some person broke into the house of the Pelosi's, which did not have Secret Service protection there because Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi was not there at the time because, I mean, why would you need? Broke into the place. Uh was looking for Ms. Pelosi and hit her husband, who is in his 80s, hit him in the head with a hammer. Did right damage. In front of the police. I, this, uh, this I did hear about. Yeah. That's and the whole story on that. And uh, as far as to anything much more beyond that, we, we, don't need to talk any further on that one because I don't I don't know all the ins and outs. I know he was in ICU. He was really touch and go for a little while because I mean, let's face it, somebody getting hit in the head at in their eighties that's a that's a bad recipe right there. When all of a sudden, yeah, done. getting a 
getting a concussion at 80 years. Yeah, that's, that's, that's very uncool. The piece that is the worst about it is not just that, um, what Stephanie put, which is, uh, that the GOP supporting the attack on Mr. Pelosi is that they have been openly mocking it. What do you mean yeah. supporting? Like support in what way? Well, well, Don Jr. posted on his Instagram, which found his way on Twitter, Halloween costume of a pair of underwear with a hammer. Because amongst other things. Don Jr. Yeah. Because. That's, yeah. Trump. Trump's kid. Because amongst other things, there is the conspiracy theory that's going around that he wasn't there to hurt Nancy Pelosi. It's a setup. He was actually there because it was his homosexual lover popping in. Who said this? Uh, that was Elon Musk. Propagating that one. Oh, boy. And there is also somebody in the GQP somewhere, I forget who the hell it was now off the top of my head, who was suggesting that some people pull together to get this guy bail money or pay for his legal fees coming up to prove his innocence. This is an 80-year-old guy. Now, we don't know how bad off he is, but, I mean, somebody getting getting a concussion in their 80s, that... that uh, well, I mean, he's getting brain surgery. He's having a long convalescence. Yeah. It was a little more than just a concussion. He had a skull fracture. Uh, hammers are not very kind. No. No, they're not. And I, only because he survived, I'm going to assume, and I know, I know, I'm going to assume that he was hit with a blunt portion as opposed to the claw end of a hammer. Now, I know, I know, I know there are a whole bunch of different types of hammers, but the most common come on, is a standard construction claw-peen hammer. You hit somebody with the claw end of one of those hammers in the head? Ah, uh, you don't have to have taken physics to realize, ooh, that's going to do bad. Yeah. But what I don't know, especially from my... I'm over here. You know, just the hardest thing for me to understand is how over the years I've, I've become to, to understand how fucking programmable people are. But just for somebody to get to that state, it it would take, what what does it take? Like I don't know. What did it take in 1932? I don't know. It took a disinformation campaign. It took fear, uncertainty, and doubt. It took a boogeyman. And it took a rallying cry. 
tell me that that isn't exactly the same recipe that we've got. Um, yeah, there's notions of it, but uh, the thing is, at the time, they didn't have um, social media and means of spreading the propaganda. I don't know. It just I don't know about that one because remember the uh, when was the Olympic Games in Germany? Like we're we're being inundated with information like twenty four hours a day now. Yeah. So, no, I, it's exactly. Oof. I guess my question is, um, you know, if we hear bullshit. You know, even if we hear it, we're obliged to listen to bullshit 24 hours a day, we'll still call it for what it is. Because I think we, we think for ourselves. I like to think, sometimes I think, uh, how did I think what I just thought? But anyways, but, um, but just to, just, unquestioningly, uh, you know, it's funny. I saw a movie uh, recently uh, over the the uh, that was probably Thursday, Thursday off, and um, watched a German movie called "Old Quiet on the Western Front." I know I've heard of and it. I don't know anything about that one though. I think it's already been. Yeah, I have to look at that because it's. Uh, like it was remakers. I've heard that title before. I mean, like a movie from the 19th. But uh, but I'll look that up. But it was um it's a German movie about World War One from a German soldier's perspective. And you know what would motivate somebody to like actually take action on ideas like on somebody else's um. Propaganda, if you want, and uh, like to 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 actually go, to actually kill other people, like unquestionably, like for World War One. Um, the funniest scene was that um, the the armistice had been signed, and. Um, Oh, and the, the holiday for that is uh, here is going to be very soon. It's on the 11th of November. So mm-hmm. it was at 11 minutes after 11 on the 11th day of the 11th month. And um, there was one general there that just like all the, the, the German soldiers were rejoicing and they were getting ready to go home and all that. And there's just this fucking German general. He says... Fuck it, we're not going out of this. We're going to fight to the last bloody second. And he just gathered everybody who was rejoicing in the courtyard of a, probably in a, and, um, and they just all unquestionably got back together and went back to the front to fight one more time. I mean, they could have just like turned on the guy. But if I remember correctly, they believed in the cause that they were fighting for. You should really watch this movie because the 
the uh, the principal character. It's actually World War One from his point of view as a German soldier. Uh, he didn't. He's like he just uh, there was a scene. Uh, spoilers, but um, he just okay. I won't tell you the context, but he had just killed a, a French soldier, and he just realized what he'd done. Just it just like he had an, an epiphany. Is that an English word? Okay. Yes. But uh, he just realized the, the the horror of what he'd just done, and uh, in spite of that, under this new understanding, he went back to the front unquestioningly, unquestioningly with the other soldiers. That is all tough and. Backtracking just it's a second, like, by the way, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, uh, but yeah. uh, you got a you got a compliment, by the way. The question of four uh, that you had about you know what is you know we we question stuff that we're told uh, you know even though we're in data twenty four seven. Stephanie pointed out, Joseph, you are educated. That really is what it comes down to, isn't it? There is a certain point where education teaches you that as somebody, I forget who it was, it's credited for it. The only thing that I've learned from my education is that I know nothing. Yeah, but it's, it's not even, well, yeah, education. Um, uh, and I'm not, I'm not educated. Anyways, um, it, it's about, well, thinking is hard work. It is. You know, and it takes responsibility. Um, I mean, you have to be, if you're going to have a thought, you know, you're going to have your own thoughts, you have to be responsible for your own thoughts. Yeah. When, uh, when I was trying to teach, uh, Tiny Tribble at a, at a young age, you know, uh, how to deal with learning in school. You know, I taught him very specifically. Sometimes it is better to know where to find the answer than to try to remember the answer yourself. Because it's, it's very easy for us to, you know, misremember stuff, things that we think are facts. And it turns out, no, nah, I didn't remember that correctly. But yeah, you know, knowing how to find the correct answer in this current in, in, I can't believe I'm going to say it correctly this way in this current day and age where the, the wealth of information is available at the, at the push of a button ubiquitously. I mean, yeah, man, being able to research stuff and, and track stuff down, it, it's, it's relatively I simple. The, I forget the name of the, that was a yet another podcast I heard and I heard a soundbite that really struck me. Uh, it was, um, somebody talking about the state of, uh, American education. I, I would say it, that applies to all But, um, he said, uh, for his students, this is a former teacher, um, he said, well, it's a difference, education is the difference between the filling of vessels and 
the lighting of fires. And uh, he said, my goal was to always light the fire of curiosity of the potential power of the human brain, basically, to our, able, our ability to process information and uh, ask questions, experiment. But uh, when you just fill a vessel full of stuff you learn by rote, um, that's an education, but that's not intelligence. That's not... Uh, that's not learning. No, because, I mean, it becomes, um, well, a list of facts that you don't even know are facts, actually, because as long as you don't test them, I mean, how can you know the difference? How can anyone know the difference? Don't know. Don't know. Basically, having... Curiosity is what makes us test things. And I really think it's, you know, first thing they kill in us in our education. No, you're not going to do that. You're going, hey. And this is how it is and stop it with the damn questions. <laughs> I don't know. I ran into so many problems. Wait. Is well, growing up, I, I literally I did not understand why people were behaving the way they were, and this from a very young age. Standardized education really does not have a lot of flexibility. It's disappointing, but it is it is what it is, and uh, seekers also pointed out, you know, especially the BS being snuck into the public education textbooks. Yeah. Yeah, there is stuff that is very decidedly not uh, scientifically valid that gets uh, that gets shoveled in. And yeah, that's that's, I think, the nicest way that I could possibly and potentially put that in there. Yeah, but if you don't just Somebody isn't allowed to use their tools that they have from birth to separate the bullshit from the from uh, actual reality. Then how do you know the difference? That's the difference between a teacher and a good teacher. Like you said, when you can, when you can inspire so that a student will want to learn something for themselves, even beyond what they're being told they have to learn, that's, that's the best kind of teacher. And it is really, really damn difficult to find someone that can do that. Uh, I forget, uh, it was one of the one of the great Greeks who Oh god, I my brain is so fogged. I know that I know the reference, but I can't think of what the hell it was. It, it was something along the lines of um uh, a good teacher is able to teach anything to anyone at their level of comprehension. 
something something to that effect and it it you know it's it's true you know i'm i'm not expecting somebody that would be able i don't expect someone would be able to explain quantum mechanics to me somebody who was a college dropout who does not have advanced engineering knowledge and you know but i've picked up enough on my own over the years to I can kind of understand bits and pieces of it. I won't, I'm not going to be able to do a dissertation paper for crying out loud, but at least I have an understanding that quantum weirdness, and I'm, I'm not using that in, in a, in a stupid way. Quantum weirdness right now is one of the things that is driving the next level of innovation in computer chips. And it's something that a couple of years ago I never would have thought about. I I would not have had any context for whatsoever. But now these days I understand, wow, shit, there's there's weirdness that's happening now because stuff is so small. Okay, that's something to actually consider. I don't know how it functions. All I know is that it's weird. So, you yeah, know... But you you know what you're saying? What you just said is it's exactly it. That that information is available for us to test and you know, to learn for ourselves if we want to. There's and nobody seems to want to. And there's that's, the piece right there, isn't it? Yeah. Just you know, because when you let somebody else when somebody lets somebody else decide everything for them, I mean there's two types of human, I mean I've said this before, I'm sure. but you know, there's those who unquestionably wait for traps to fall from the table above them because they assume that there's a table above them, you know. And then there's those who learn to fend for themselves. Yeah. Get a good education, do this, 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 and you're going to get this. Oh, and this is what my parents always told me. This is, you know, they got, they got by quite well because I mean, they're, they're in the baby boomer generation. They said they've had, uh, um, how do you say? Well, the baby boomer generation, though, well, they just had resources um, at the time, and they could afford. I mean, the economy was good enough at the time where um, this kind of attitude would actually result in a certain sense of comfort. But uh, even today, that attitude today will get you uh, a job in Starbucks, actually, because. Um, you know, with the uh, the thing, if you go to university and all this, then you get that. But nobody can afford university anymore. It's it the, that model does, just doesn't work anymore. So, what this has to do with the the people that we're talking about, though, the ones who are sitting outside of polling locations strapped up with weaponry with with what, what do they call it though tactical gear whatever the hell that actually technically means but but 
you're yeah well it, it's pretty easy actually these guys are um oh well they're um they're they're being uh militiamen for the table above and but it, hoping for the scraps but it's not even but, that they're being militiamen they're being vigilantes yeah. they've decided that they themselves as a group are the next level of what was it called? Meal Team Six. It doesn't matter what they call themselves. They're basically there to um, enforce the, the the will of their would be uh, leader, leader providers, yeah. and they're they're gonna, they're hoping they're hoping to get a nice juicy scrap from the outcome. And for some of these people, that juicy outcome is, I hate to say it, owning the libs, to paraphrase from Dallin. Uh, fucking fascism? But they won't care and that's because they are the ones who are part of the in group, the ones that are going to benefit from and don't really yeah, they're, care. they're, they're they're going to get the rewards. I mean, that's the very definition of fascism. Exactly. But like I said, because they're the ones who would be on the in, on the winning side of all of the resources, they don't care. And that right there and then is one of your other great topics that you keep using. And you're right. Greed. But let's not lose the... Um... No, but you you asked about, and I asked about the motivation of these people doing these things, and and that's basically it, perhaps. But it's actually the guy upstairs that's doing all the thinking for them. Yeah. Basically, this happens when people just don't want to be held accountable. You know, it's not... And if this all goes to shit, for example, um, remember the the good Germans after the Second World War, I was just following orders. I mean, we've seen this shit like hundreds of thousands of times before. And like the good Germans, they're going, oh, if I follow other, oh, I please my superior, I get uh, little rewards that we get at the time. But I mean, it, 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 it's just uh, ad repetitum, ad infinitum. Yeah. Ad nauseum. Yeah. And again, you know, it, so long as they benefit, they don't care who gets hurt in the process. Or maybe they do specifically. And as somebody else has pointed out, sometimes the cruelty is the reason. And that hurts. I would like to say that's not the American way, but if there's anything re relearning American history tells us is that it, yeah it kind of kind of has been and kind of has been for a very long time for me it's the most this kind of attitude is the most anti oh what's the word at anti you can't say anti anti uh, 
empathy, you know, we feel for our fellow humans. I um, I know what you're talking about. I'm trying to remember what the right word would be for it. Yeah, sorry about that. No, it's it's okay. I'm I'm thinking something like, along the lines of like psych 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 shit. Brain smooth fuzz tired, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry. But just if, if somebody's not able to decide anything for themselves or not willing to, then can they have any empathy at all for anybody else? How could they, how can they care if they don't know how to? And that's an education problem. Yep. And before anybody goes ahead and says, well, you know, we, we've gone and beat the education thing to, to death. It, it doesn't have to be institutionalized. In this case, it could be just as simple as get the fuck out of your country on a vacation at least once in your formative young adult years. You know, you, you find out how other groups live, how other civilizations have been, and you actually interact with, and you suddenly learn a new appreciation for what is the yardstick. Uh, I know, I know, meter stick, whatever that we should be measuring ourselves against. Because if you don't know, you can't know. There's a world out there. Yeah. There, there's, there is something outside. Just to tell a kid there's something outside your, your little bubble. And just coming to this realization is enough to, to kickstart, uh, <clears throat> You know, consider something different. And if people are never presented something different to consider, then chances are they're going to be stuck in. Eek. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie's got a good uh, get out of your local town once in your life. Uh, funny enough, here in New York State, and I don't remember. I don't remember if they're still doing it this way, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that they are here in New York state. The, there is a state police force. It's not huge. They typically end up covering very rural areas. Most of the time or very specific thoroughfares, but the state troopers here in New York what they used to do, again, don't know if they're still doing it. What they used to do is, after you graduate whatever the local academy is for whichever area, and reminding you, New York State is fairly large, your posting would not be in and around where your hometown is. You would be relocated to a completely new area. So that what you knew of the area around you is no longer in play. Yes, it's a problem because, you know, you have to meet new people. You have to learn a completely new area. But at the same time, you get to experience a new area. My mother's friend, uh, when we were living down Long Island Way, 
got transferred up to an area that is very much rural by comparison in the not exactly upstate area, but the uh, along the southern tier edge of New York. For anybody that looks at a map, if you look at the map of New York, you'll see New York City. It goes up north and then it kind of curves off to the side a little bit across the top side of New Jersey and Pennsylvania. And along that edge is what's called the, the southern tier that goes along. And he got relocated up over there. When we visited, for me, it was, I couldn't believe how well open it was because I, I never seen that. I mean, for me, Long Island is, well, you know, home was the suburbs of New York City. To be out there and see just acres upon acres of just open, in some cases, just, you know, just trees. You know, it, 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 it was eye-opening for me as a kid to see that. But for these people, if they don't learn that there is more than just where they are, you know, what, what the hell? I mean, that's, that's one of the reasons why I'm glad there are a lot of kids that end up going to colleges well away from where they grew up. I think that's one of the reasons why uh, Fredonia out over here in, in Western New York, one of the biggest contingents of, of kids, and I say kids, you know, the, are from the New York City, Long Island area, because it's the furthest you can get away from the New York City, Long Island area and still stay in New York. And man, what a, what a difference it is. Yeah, because difference is, it's like, I, I, re, I repeat it a thousand times always, but I mean, it's like fear of difference that drives yeah. everything. So when these militia guys, they grew up in their bubble and they, they can't or won't or ever consider anything outside of their bubble, uh, they're being told, um, by somebody they don't question. Because they provide for them, uh, that, uh, there's danger out there. Um, yeah, well, you and I would probably roll our eyes, but, uh, the unseen danger, the enemy within and without. I've heard this all before, but I mean, to them, um, who have never taken the time or the work or learned how to judge anything for themselves. It's gospel truth. And what's more, if, um, if they rely, they, they support this, this leader, um, obeying them becomes, um, it affects their own survival. And this without even, I, I have to say that I've come to understand over the years that uh, our brains, uh, we're like 90% on automatic. And uh, just 
know, from time to time we intervene. We're like, um, we're a computer running a routine and, uh, well, um, but we can reprogram ourselves and we can be programmed. And therein lies part of the problem, though, isn't it? Um, Seeker has pointed out the U.S. has become the me, 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 God, and get out of my way. Yeah, yeah, there, there is a lot of that. And we also do have to point out that this type of cultish indoctrination also comes with its own built-in you should stay in the bubble. You will stay in the bubble because if you go outside of the bubble, we will not let you back into the bubble to talk to, to deal with, to have social. So, you know, there's already a, a built in blur for the whole damn thing. And, uh, Alenatron, hi, uh, partly politics, partly education, but also it, it, it all wraps up because of these people that are, intentionally intimidating voters over here in the U.S. Because, you know, election elections are Tuesday and it's being a problem, child. But, you know, bring it back onto the, uh, the, the actual for a second, which still rolls into it. These people that are doing intimidation, at the voting booths, at the polling places, just by being there, they know full well what they're doing. They have to be, They have to know full well what it is they're doing. Even if they're, well, they do. even if they're shrouding it in, well, I'm just trying to keep everything, you know, secure and safe because they have to know. As long as I don't say it out loud, it doesn't matter. Yeah. The plausible deniability right there. Yep. So long as you don't say the inside thing outside, nobody can do anything about it. It's, uh, people that we think for ourselves so, so we can see the difference. But, and depressingly, I get more and more the impression that, uh, At least half of humanity, according to U.S. politics, um, or half of you, or whatever. Um, yeah, they just don't, don't consider, or they can't consider the difference between reality and, uh, whoever they're following is. Yeah, I'm rambling. Sorry. No, I I know I I understand where it is that you're going down to, and yeah, yeah, you you very much got it on the on the right. It's it's annoying. It's disheartening. It's disgusting, and it's I'm not sure how to fight it. I mean, I joked earlier that one of the ways of fighting it is to mock it mercilessly with a similar group of people, you know, patrolling the opposite side of the street, but with water guns. 
I, I very much like that idea, but as Bridget pointed out, you know, that's still going to get somebody to think that maybe they should take a pot shot at him because they can. Or because, you know, in anger, because they don't like being, you know, made fun of. How are you going to get that reaction? It's a plausible reaction. That's the problem. Yeah. Because people don't like being made fun of, and sometimes it causes them to erupt. Yep. And we already have a problem over here with road rage and things like that, so I would think it would be the same type of deal. Exactly right. Somebody was to, if somebody was to insult me, um, I'd actually have to give them credit if they were right <laughs> about what they were. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm kind of the same way. I I am very much of the, you want to take your best shot at me? Go ahead. Let's let's see if you've got something that's actually going to hit. And yeah. You better do good because I'm going to grade you. And if you come up short, you know, I, I will, I will mock you for exactly that reason. Yeah. You're talking about people with the mentality where, you know, the person at McDonald's screws up their order, then they're going to flash a pistol at them. Or jump through the takeout window. Or jump through the takeout window and try to attack them. Which yeah. is something that has happened. Oh, yeah, that's happened. And people wonder why some of these drive-through places, instead of having just a, a a window that can open or close, it's actually got a a turn uh, a, a revolving window where you put your your payment thing inside of it, or you know whatever they turn so you, around back and forth. So you can't assault the person working through the drive-through. Yeah. The drive-through windows with bulletproof glass. Yeah. Yeah. Place I'd like to live. Yeah, and people wonder why I get why why I was getting nervous like two years ago about this. Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and I'm just gonna say it at this point, even even though we should really be getting pretty close to it. All you people who said that we were overreacting back in, you know, sixteen 2015, 2016. Yeah, you can all, all you can all just go ahead and fuck yourselves. I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. Yes, you did. <laughs> it again, please. Um, People who thought that we were overreacting a couple of years ago, go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Feel better. No. No, because not uh, enough people are doing it. Oh, yeah, and I was about to add to that. That was kind of pithy what I said. But I have no pleasure in being right. I'm sorry. I say I told you so. I have no pleasure in saying I told you so. At all. I can't say the same, but for me, it's not I told you so. For me, it's the self-satisfaction of either A, 
I remembered something right, which was why I got involved in something in the first place, or B. No, actually, that's 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 all it comes down to. Because, you know, me, brain memory recall is not exactly the way I would like it to be after all these years. So, you know, if 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 I remember a topic that uh, I got involved with and I remembered it correctly, I'm I'm very happy for that part. But I don't take any satisfaction in the I was right, you were wrong. I mean, unless somebody is being an absolute tool, in which case, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and mock them mercilessly, which I've done a couple of times before. I love, I love when I've been able to do that. What? I've had a couple of discussions over the years where people have very much been on the, not only are they wrong, they can't even be, they, they can't even be arsed to put up a cogent argument to say that they're right other than, well, I said so. It all comes down to that. Just take my word for it. Yep. I said it's true, so it's true. Oh, but these other guys told me that it's true. So you don't believe them either? Well, actually, no. You know. Sorry. It's still not true. This then starts to sound like a terrible twos kind of attitude. It's a petulant child. I'm right because I'm right. Gimme. Exactly it. You know, besides the fact that they're pretending to be all adult and oh, I'm, I'm an authority and all that, like it's it's just a fucking act because at the base. You know, that's that's what annoyed me most growing up, is that not making any decisions for yourselves and just, like, obeying the table above just to get scraps. I mean, that is the most irresponsible position. Irresponsible, dishonest, and... Yeah, it, it's, it's the worst position. You know, like, kid who dares to test something for himself, for themselves, is is the one, he's going out in the line. He's taking a risk. And he's, you know, maybe even having fun doing it. And he's the one, or they're the one, um, being the adult. Not the adult telling him, stay in line, follow the follow the rules. Don't question your elders. If yeah. you're an elder, you, you're, 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 elders should be questioned more than anyone. And should be encouraging the questioning. And elders should take the responsibility, they should take that into account. Like being an elder, that's part of being an elder, is that you're going to be questioned. So, oh, you better have, uh, you better have some answers. If you want to be seen as an elder. Depends on what you want to foster. Uh, Stephanie suggested, uh, if you do not watch them already, might I suggest you try Midas Touch for some encouragement. Uh, Midas Touch here on YouTube. I will, uh, I'll try to remember to link to them 
in the show notes for that. I, I do get their alerts and such. Some, some groups I'm, I'm able to handle better than others, depending as to what's going on. There are a lot of them that pop up for me. So it's, it, it, not a bad. So thank you for that one. Uh, Seeker had also what, said, what is that? Oh, uh, Midas Touch is a, uh, a group on YouTube. Uh, I don't know what other stuff they do, but they do news roundups and, uh, breaking news feeds and such. Uh, they, I do believe that they are a lot more of a, uh, liberal lean. I think it is fair to say that. How much so? I don't exactly know, but usually they're reporting most of their stuff accurately. Um, I don't remember who it is that is their primary news feed, but they do get from several. So, you know, they, they do tend to be accurate. They do Absolutely. have a bend, but their, their news reporting is accurate. They are, re- ac- they are reporting on stuff that has actually happened. That group, or is it a, a news I'm not, feed? Or? Yeah, it, it is a, it, it is a, a, a news feed of sorts on YouTube. So they are. Oh, it's a YouTube channel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll try to remember to, like I said, have that linked over in here. Uh, Seeker had also said, can anyone imagine what the history books are going to say about the past three? Hold on there. Years, let alone the past six and corrected to mm. say the last 30 years. I'll tell you the one thing that is going to hurt me is that they are somewhere in there. There are going to be the captions, the sideline pieces that are going to say people, people that survived the Nazi concentration camps who had the numbers tattooed on their arms warned us publicly that what they saw in their youth was what they were seeing now. And they were not only ignored, but were told they were being reactionists and were dismissed. Those are the pieces that's going to hurt me the most. Well, um, we actually made it to the end and uh, we do need to, to close up over here. And I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm really dragged out and, and, and tired. Um, Joseph, you, you kind of came in last. Um, anything that you want to, you want to close off with? Just nothing, uh, outside of that, uh, well, uh, over the next few days, instead of just at Ukraine every day, um, the, to follow what's going on over there. That's fair. That's fair. It's, um, I know for a lot of us over here in the States, it's, uh, it's a lot more difficult to follow outside of our own borders right at the moment because of you know, this stuff is much more pressing for us locally. But yeah, it's, it's probably a really good idea to keep 
keep tabs as to it's some of the stuff. So the U.S. is like Iran now; they're cutting off the. Yeah, that 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 can't end well. Uh yeah, and I'm following what's going on over there. Bridget, any 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 last for you on that? Well, I was gonna say I've got nine years left on my passport. I'm kind of glad that I do. I just pulled it out to check, and yeah, I'm good for nine years. Actually, eight years and nine months, but close enough. Close enough. And yet, I'll keep my passport within 10 feet of me. It's not a bad idea. So long as wherever you end up, they actually recognize it as a legal document. There's a story about that for another time. We'll deal with that later. Oh, as long as I can get somewhere before the country falls apart. <laughs> There is that. Um, for me, just the the last piece of it all is, um, I'm going to say basically the same thing I said as what I said last night's show. We're not going to tell you how to vote. People can pretty well figure out where we fall into the overall spectrum. But if you are legally allowed to vote here in the States... Please do so. If you are in areas where these bozos are camping out, just stay safe. Really, when all is said and done, that's that's really what it comes down to. Sideline to that, there are a lot of people who probably think, well, you know, the, the Republicans keep saying, you know, go out there and re- vote Republican, and the Democrats have this kind of weird mesh of go out there and vote Democrat. But, you know, another half of it is out there saying, you know, just get out there and vote. And that's kind of hurting your own cause, isn't it? No. The ones who say, if you can get out there and vote, they're the ones that actually care the most because win or lose it's about the representation. Yeah, you can easily say, well, these are a screaming minority. You're guaranteed to win if everybody gets out there. Maybe. But shouldn't everybody have the opportunity to put their voice in there if they're supposed to be able to? Isn't that what it's supposed to be about? Play by the rules, man. Play by the rules. With that, we're going to go ahead. We're going to call it a night because, wow, I'm I'm really hurting right now. Thank you, everybody, for being with us tonight. We hope that you found something worthwhile in all, in all of our perspectives and you got something to think about for the week ahead. I don't have that closing written out anywhere. It's just kind of evolved. And, wow, when I'm starting to mumble mouth it, yeah, that's not a good sign right there for myself. Live chat. Uh, seeker. Stephanie, um, Beth was there earlier. I didn't see that you took off. I don't know if you're still right there at the moment. And, um, uh, Alinatron, I know that you were there earlier too. So, you know, thank you guys. Please, please take care of yourselves. Really do appreciate Beth it. Beth is in Beth. 
Beth Bainbridge? As in over over there in, in Pennsylvania? Yeah. She showed Bainbridge. up. Showed up uh, a little bit, yeah. Okay, cool. I yeah. Hi. Yeah. Uh so Joseph, glad you're able to make it. I I know, I know the time zone shift is going to be a problem. Look at it this way, though. Uh, if you get used to it now, you're ready for next week. So, you know, thanks for being able to yeah. make it. I'll stay awake until next week, then. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't, I really don't suggest that. That's really not a good idea. <laughs> I was just glad to see you so I could stop talking for a little bit. <laughs> My throat thanks oh. you. Uh, uh, yeah, well, you're going to have to get a rally cry for next week. Um, uh, at least I can talk. A couple of days ago, I could hold it for. Yeah, that's, that, that's a little bit of a problem right there. Yeah. That being the case, then, uh, Bridget, glad you're able to make it. Thank you. Um, Thank you for putting up with me. <laughs> considering... Oh, Considering I didn't think that we're going to make it to the end of the show, usual closing time, you know, perfectly fine. Uh, Who would you like to go ahead and tell off? Because Lord knows, as usual, plenty of choices. Well, I'm not going to go off on Elon Musk, but I just think his meltdown is glorious and he's mad that... Advertisers are leaving because he acts like a juvenile. Wah. He is such a tool. Yep. yep. And now he's going to make all the advertisers mad because he wants to name and shame people who are leaving the platform, don't want to advertise there anymore. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's a really winning strategy there to get them back. <laughs> yeah, there were there were two sure, things. Be- Sorry. Yeah, I was like, yeah, sure, I'll be your client. Do that. <laughs> he won't. He won't even get new clients. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that ended up happening that was so funny to me was when. Um... Oh God! Now I can't see. I told you, brain fuzz. Try to remember his name. Um, Stephen King. Was complaining about how uh, there is there there is a plan to make the uh, the check mark on Twitter, which is the the thing that says verified account, uh, to make that a subscription thing. Originally, it was supposed to have been twenty dollars a month, but then they've since scaled it back because of backlash to eight dollars a month. We don't know whether or not that's actually a thing or nothing. But he had gone ahead and tweeted out about it, saying, and I'm I'm highly paraphrasing, screw that. They should be paying me to be on their platform. Yeah. Yes. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. But um, I think I would like to add my own FU at this point to, believe it or not, of all people, Oprah Winfrey. Because it's only been in the last 48 hours, I think. In the last 48 like hours. That. She's denounced Oz. She foisted him on us in the first place. 
Yep. She's also the reason why Dr. Phil is a thing also, but be that as it may. Well, at least Dr. Phil's not running her office. Yet. Oprah, you could have come out so much earlier, but instead you sat back. I don't know what to tell you, hon. You can take all that money that you've got and you can go fuck yourself. Because you should have done the responsible thing. What are you going to do? So, just go ahead and we'll call it a night. Thanks for being with us, guys. If you'd like to be in touch with us or get the audio version of the podcast, please take a swing over to holycrapthevlogcast.com. All our contact is over in there. Leave If you'd like to leave a message, the phone number is 859-HCTV-554. 859-4288-554 and we will be looking forward to seeing you again next week. If you've got recommendations for uh, uh, content for a show, let me know. Be more than happy to entertain those ideas. But until the next time we're together, everyone, as always, I wish the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. Remember next week, change in time zone for us over here, which means change in time UTC. Please keep tabs of that. I'll have that in the show announcements. But um, yeah. And my lady, too many years on later, I am still in love with you. Matane Fujin. I love you. I miss you. During my name. And until the next time we're together, everyone, as always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.